This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Blood Bowl 3 Review Many traditional sports games release a new edition every year, with mixed results on whether or not they feel different enough to justify themselves beyond a roster update. So I'm surprised at Blood Bowl 3, the latest digital adaptation of Games Workshop's ultra-violent board game parody of American football, set in a wacky alternate version of the Warhammer fantasy universe. It presents shockingly little reason for its own existence compared to the previous version which came out almost eight years ago. I like the intense and hilarious premise and mechanics of Blood Bowl on their own, but what we have here is basically Blood Bowl 2. Again, but worse. If you've never played Blood Bowl before, you might be able to coast for a while just on the absurd novelty of the concept. Elves, dwarves, orcs, and minotaurs line up on a gridiron and try to bash, pass, and juke their way to a touchdown, with often brutal results. Because this is Warhammer, players can be seriously injured and even killed depending on how the virtual dice fall, which has the potential to create bitter and satisfying rivalries in long-running leagues. Moment to moment, the turn-based mechanics are fun, tactical, and exciting. A lot of my pre-existing criticisms of Blood Bowl as a video game still stand, in that I think using six-sided dice for everything can feel a bit too random. And that works better when you're leaning over a table and having some beers with friends than it does in a video game against the AI. Sometimes the outcome of a play comes down too much to luck and too little to player skill. Everything just feels kind of, for lack of a more accurate term, half-assed, including some pretty big oversights. Often the score shown in the end of game summary will not reflect the score of the actual match. Most of the names of AI teams or randomly generated players aren't even capitalized correctly. It might seem like a smaller nitpick, but I'd expect more attention to detail out of a fan game or a mod. Come on, am I wrong? It also kind of looks worse overall. Obviously, the higher graphics settings have increased fidelity and make use of more modern rendering techniques, but when I look at Blood Bowl 2 and 3 side by side, I just prefer the former. The colors were more saturated and in-your-face. The whole match was more readable. And I could be wrong, but it seems like the player models and animations have hardly changed at all. There are six single-player mini-campaigns with some kind of shallow premise about a battle of the sponsors, and the first two are pretty good, actually. As for the others, I couldn't get them to unlock even after winning the championship in the previous ones multiple times which took a few hours, and hovering over or clicking them doesn't give any indication of how they're unlocked. Maybe they're coming at some point after launch? Maybe it's a bug. Blood Bowl 3 doesn't seem interested in telling me. The Verdict As someone who enjoys the tactical action of Blood Bowl, I can easily recommend you go pick up Blood Bowl 2 Legendary Edition and have a gory good time with it. As for Blood Bowl 3, though, I struggle to come up with a reason it needs to exist other than that someone has bills to pay. I guess. There's less reason to recommend it over its predecessor than an especially weak year of Madden or NBA 2K. 
It's a sloppy, muddy, buggy rehash of a better game. Sure, the strong core mechanics can still lead to some tense, exhilarating matches, but you could have all of that with a much sharper presentation in the version that came out during the Obama administration. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.